legendary South Korean Olympic weightlifter Jang Miran has been teaching younger athletes as a professor since retiring. She recently made an appearance on a talk show and said this. Athletes are fortunate. The weight we lift every day are evaluated and we are applauded for our accomplishments. But everyone else who live their lives are all carrying their own weights and they make it through each and every day without ever being recognized or applauded. So I tell my students that even if no one applauds them, they've done a good job just by living another day. All they have to do is bear that weight without avoiding it. Now, most of us are not weightlifters, but we do indeed have our own burdens on our shoulders at all times. So let's applaud ourselves for living another day, not avoiding all that weight, bearing it all as always. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was Midoa Parasaur's version of Superstar. Nice and encouraging way to start things off today, right? Wow, Professor Chang Miran. She's amazing, isn't she? Not only is she a three-time Olympian, but she was a medalist all three times. Silver in 2004, gold in 08, and bronze in 2012. She was constantly breaking not only Korean, but world records. And she also competed the weightlifting equivalent of a Grand Slam as champion in the Summer Olympics, World Championships, and Asian Games. She topped the field. She reached the top in her fields despite countless setbacks and difficulties because she never gave up and never stopped trying. So it's no wonder that her words carry the weight that they do, pun very much intended. Even if no one recognizes you or applauds you, you've done a good job just by living another day. Just getting through that day, that is the feat, right? And all you have to do is bear that weight without avoiding it. These are words, I think, worth keeping in mind for rainy days. But for now, though, let's find out where you all are doing that good job of living another day. Our global roll call is coming up in just a moment. So tell me where you are and what you're doing as you're tuned into the show. Don't forget to also tell me which songs you'd like to hear. And feel free to share your sayonder stories and anecdotes about anything and everything. Nothing is too trivial to share. Anything goes. You can message me on Kong, right on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or leave comments on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. 
Now, if you're streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service, you can leave your messages there as well. If you have a Korean phone number, you can also shoot me a text at sharp8150. It is 51 per SMS and 101 per MMS. Coming up in part two of today's show, we'll be joined by Professor Cynthia Yu for our Tuesday segment, OFD and Chill. So stick around to find out which movie or drama she'll tell us about today. All right, I'll be back with the roll call after this. It's Dio with Rose. One Fine Day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea, and right now it is 5.21 p.m. Oh boy, I did see the temperature and it did say it was warm, like over 16 degrees, but I still thought maybe there'd be a little chill. I'm so hot. I'm wearing way too warm clothes for the day. I think a lot of people were surprised today as well. Well, right now I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeido, Seoul. Where are you? our global roll call. A chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you're all up to right now aside from listening to the radio. Where are you? Well, we simply have Suwon from listener JGS Spurs. Good to know where you're listening from. Thank you. That's what I asked. And you answered. Chisakim0801 says, Hi, Nuna. It is very warm today, so I'm feeling very drowsy. Are you also planning to release some of your new songs before your concert, haha? Mmm. Well, I will unroll my plans and reveal my plans as I finish planning them. <laughs> Alright, let's just say. Listener Chungsook72 writes, DJ Lena, I took a walk at a park near my workplace after lunch. It's so nice out today that even a light walk made me sweat a little. Does this mean that summer will be here soon? I guess I should enjoy the golden spring energy before summer comes. But for now, it's time to work hard. Lena도 오늘 화이팅입니다. Yes, it is really hot. It's just super warm. I I thought that I was, you know, graduating, put away my padded coats, and I put on just a coat coat, but even that was just too hot. I just couldn't get over how warm it is today. Wow, spring is really here. Johnny4900 writes, My mom is back in the ICU after being released because she got COVID and was having a hard time. At this point, I think she has been in there almost 21 days recently between her surgeries and this. Now, I have COVID too, so I have to take time away from work. And I also probably shouldn't visit the hospital either. Not a great time right now. Oh no, I'm so sorry to hear. 21 days in the ICU, that's, that is brutal, that's tough. 
Um, but uh, gosh, I hope that it means that, you know, there, she is getting at least some intensive care. Well, I hope that both of you guys feel better soon. And thank you so much for writing and updating us. And hopefully it helps for you to kind of maybe vent here. In any case, wishing the best. Thank you so much for checking in with us. All right, let's take a look at some song requests. We have one from listener Tasmia Tassin who writes, Hi, I'm from Bangladesh and the temperature is 32 degrees Celsius. <laughs> Oof, it's so hot that it's making my skin itchy. So I'm staying home and not getting in contact with the sun. Song request, No Makeup by Zion T. Woo wee, we were, we were, um, thinking, gosh, 16 degrees, so hot, so warm, but 32 degrees, yeah can't can't uh, compete with that i think it's a good idea to kind of avoid that sun when it's that hot well good luck and i hope you stay cool there and listener the blue maniac writes hello dj lena and pd nim i like to request the song navalera by yoda chingu thank you and have a nice day well thank you very much hope you are having a great day as well hopefully we'll make your day better by playing your song request both these requests right now. First up, Zion T with no makeup, followed by Yoda Chingu or G Friend with No Kriguna or Navilera. That was Yoda Chingu or G Friend with No Kriguna Navilera. And before that, Zion T with no makeup. All right, we have Gurjam who writes, Annyeonghaseyo, and the cute little emojis update 2000 as well. Annyeonghaseyo, liha. All right, welcome to the show. BYY Sphere says it was very windy today, but it was a spring breeze, so it was a little warm. I like the weather, but it makes me think that time is going too fast. Yes, it just, uh, it got warm really fast, right? Especially after a cold snap. This just up and down, keeping us on our toes. Listener Alicia Y writes, I currently work on three client accounts across two of them. I work very closely with the same two colleagues of similar job position. We help each other out on tasks and act as each other's replacement whenever one of us gets busy or takes leave. I'd say they're involved in 80% of the work I do. This morning, it was announced that they're both leaving within the next two months. One on the end of April, the other start of May. No, what am I going to do without them? Now I think I understand why the leadership team has been very ambiguous in giving me a response on my mid-year leave request. Aha! Hopefully my office will be able to find replacements for their roles before they leave. But they were both really lovely to work with. Things will never be the same again. Mm. Well, we can I can tell you from experience that you never really say goodbye ever uh, if you stay in the same industry or even not in the same industry. Somehow these paths seem to always kind of cross in one way or another somewhere down the line. So I'd say keep in touch if you had a really good relationship with them, you know, um, keep their emails or um, tell them to update each other 
on their next phases in life, right? You never know what will happen in the future. So one door closing, another one opening. All right. Well, thanks for sharing. All right. We have a song request from listener Diwan Rafiqul Islam. All right. And Diwan wants to listen to Dynamite. Yeah. You know what? We haven't listened to it in a while, so let's all enjoy Dynamite by BTS. Cause I, I, I ain't the tonight. So watch me bring the fire, set the night light. Shoes on, get up in the morning, cup of milk, let's rock and roll. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. All right, we got more messages. Um, surprise, I-78, that's how I'm going to say it, says, All right, joining us, Tepe Warren says, I'm late, sorry, just finished a meeting. Ah, no sorries, no apologies necessary. You can listen to us whenever you like. All right, listener Yun Mijang wrote, I bought some flower bouquets recently, and my son asked me if they were senghua, which is live flowers in Korean. Since he started studying hanja, Chinese characters, he's been talking about the meanings of hanja-derived words. And in seeing the flowers, he insisted that they are no longer senghua, but seng sahua, as in live dead flowers. Ooh. He also said that next time I should buy a live flower instead of a bouquet. Well, since then, whenever I see flowers in a vase, I can't help but think that they are seng sahua. My goodness. Out of the mouth of babes. Um, I can't think of like a more accurate description of a flower bouquet. They are living dead flowers. It's very, very true. Uh, like that's pretty much the only thing I'm going to think of whenever I see a flower bouquet probably from now on as well live dead flowers it's fantastic <laughs> wow, mind blowing alright, thank you so much for sharing that anecdote I will be right back with today's Parallel Universe, but we got one more song break now, yesterday we were able to listen to a new one from Shiny's Key but today we have another exciting new release from his groupmate Onyu. So let's listen to Onyu's new one. It is O Circle. different but not entirely two different songs from two different parts of the world it's like they belong to a parallel universe it's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection one k-pop track and one non-k-pop track it's parallel universe Today we will listen to two songs that share the title, Sign. First up, we are going to listen to the K-pop song, Sign, by Brown Eyed Girls. Now this girl group has been beloved for their unrivaled performances 
And they've got some fantastic vocal chops, all real diva singers there. They dominated the country with their mega-hit song, Abracadabra, in 2009. This song, Sign, was the follow-up to that very huge hit. Written by hitmaker Yimin Su, with lyrics by our beloved lyricist Kimina, this song enjoyed as much popularity as Abracadabra thanks to its clever lyrics and the use of ellipses. Um, in their lyrics, they actually sing the dot, dot, dot. Well, let me give you some more of those lyrics. I'm out of breath, mayday, dot, 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 dot. My heart hurts, mayday, dot, 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 dot. Time keeps tick-tock, flowing on tick-tock. Can you hear my sign, sign? All right, sending out a sign, little different signs out there, right? The dot dot also kind of reminds me of Morse code a little, right? All right, fun stuff. And on the non-K-pop side, we've got Sign by English producer and DJ Deem, D-E-A-M-N. I'm guessing it's going to be pronounced Deem, couldn't really figure it out. In any case, he's been gaining popularity with his tropical house music. His song, Sign, features an unnamed female vocalist, and it looks like the song was first released in 2016, and then was later included on his first studio album entitled Save Me, which dropped in 2019. And here's a bit of these words. Trying to forget you. I'm all alone in a ghost town. There's a beautiful madness inside my soul. And I can't stop thinking of you, walking on a lonely avenue. Are you? Are you? Are you? My love's so wild. Please give me a sign. All right. One song saying, can you hear? Can you see my sign? And this song is saying, please give me a sign. All right kind of like they're standing on opposite ends of something well let's listen to these two songs back to back right now signed by brown eyed girls followed by sign by dean Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. OFD and Chill will be starting very soon. So that means Professor Cynthia will join me in the studio in a moment. So if you can't decide which Korean movie to watch, or which K-drama to binge on next, or which K-star to stand now, definitely hear out first what she recommends. Now, in the meantime, if you have any comments or questions, send your messages using Kong or use any of the message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr. You can also leave your stories as comments on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day or on Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service, you can also leave us messages there as well. And lastly, if you happen to have a Korean phone number, you can also text us here at sharp 8150. 
A regular SMS text will cost 50 won, and a long text or MMS message will cost 100 won per text. Okay, now we're going to take a song break to give Cynthia some time to get settled in. First up, we'll listen to Luna Fly with the song Ermanatorka, How Nice Would It Be? And after that, we'll listen to Ojiyeongwa Nuktedir and their song Noege Kuman Pajadir Pangbabur Ije. <laughs> Tell me how to stop falling for you now. Countless titles are showing at the movie theaters, and even more dramas are there for you to binge. When every one of them is as inviting as the next, how do you decide just where to start? Maybe you should first OFD and chill. K-dramas have been huge for several decades, but the real secret's out now. Korean films are just as awesome. So whether it be film or TV, if that one-inch-tall barrier of subtitles mean nothing to you, but you just don't know where to start, well, OFD and Chill will be your go-to guide. And as usual, our guide and expert with Irta taste. <laughs> it is Professor Cynthia Yu. Oh, subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Very subtle. Very subtle, mm -hmm. yes. Um, I think that this, uh, a lot of our listeners have been sort of waiting and um, maybe could have even guessed that this was going to come up on OFD and Chill eventually. In fact, at the top of the show, we opened with Midoa Parasol's version of Superstar. Uh, yes. Of course, the hospital playlist cast right. member. But um, as that was um, airing, listener Lahab82 says, I. Chichirsen! Oh, <laughs> our <laughs> lovely Chindere character. <laughs> Chindere. Right? Chindere. Mm -hmm. um, yes, so I looked up Irta. Why is it Irta Gangsa? Mm -hmm. um, and it is actually a, a, a shortening right. of Irtung Sta, something something, <laughs> right? Like first class, first place star. That is where Ir. Ta Irtungsta comes from. And your taste is very Irtungsta. Oh, thank you. So, uh, in my book, anyway. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. I thought it'd be appropriate, but yes, not subtle at all. No, no, no. <laughs> no, not, no, not, not at, at all. all. Not at all. You know, we're continuing last <clears throat> week's topic on Tiger Moms. Tiger Moms. Wow, that really incited some very serious debate when I got home that day from work with oh, really? my husband. Would we have become, would we have gone that path? You know? From cradle to grave. <laughs> from cradle to grave. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, if we had children, like, you mm -hmm. know, I couldn't say with certainty that I wouldn't have become a tiger mom. It was just sort of, it was a lot of food for thought. It was a lot to think on. I think yeah. even if you don't really even if that's not your objective yeah i think it depends a lot on personality that's true. if you tend to be kind of very detail oriented mm -hmm. and perfectionist mm -hmm. right i think that's you're... how you're going to apply yeah. to parenting that's exactly true. that's true that's true you, you know 
if you if you're a little bit more goosey loosey, you know, <laughs> is that a word? I, I'm sure that's a loosey, word. Some, goosey, I loosey goosey, I think it is. Loosey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I spin on it. Okay, I like your spins on it. Yes, but we all get it. We all get Great. it. Taipei Warren says, "Yay, my favorite prof is on the air." And Alicia also says, "Hello." Yay! Thank Yay. you. Mm-hmm. So, so Tiger Moms, yes, Korean education, oh, uh, the this... unrelenting competitiveness <laughs> yes. of the Korean education system. Yes, yes, absolutely. As depicted in these K dramas and movies, yes. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you know your irta mm-hmm. adjective refers to our first pick. Yep. Crash Course in Romance, right? Or irta scandal. Irta scandal. It just wrapped up. It just wrapped up, right? Yes. You said your husband. Love this movie. He, I mean, uh, drama. you know, he just he just couldn't stop watching it. I think just curiosity out of anything. Mm-hmm. But as soon as new episodes um, posted onto OTT, yep. he was there. He was watching. He he wanted uh-huh. to get his two episode fix every week. I think you were saying something about momentum, right? It's yes. like K dramas. That's what he said. You have to be in the lane. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if you put if you. If you get out of the lane and stop and park at a rest stop, really hard to get back on. Yeah, because you know, as soon as something airs, already you know all the articles and SNS is just flooded with the next kind of plot twist. You're like, exactly. oh, that's oh. what happened. Exactly. Okay, well, maybe yeah. I'll just skip to then. You know, exactly. Couple weeks it gets ruined for you or mm-hmm. something like that, or or it's or it's hard to pick up the thread. Right. It's hard to get back into it, so just constantly continuing to watch it. It is all about momentum. Crash Course in Romance had amazing momentum. Definitely one of our yeah. more recent hit dramas, right? Apparently, it's the biggest hit <gasps> of, the se- of the year so far. Wow. Right? Our um, first hit of the year. Yes. Um, just, you know, it beat out all the rivals. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and there were some big rivals. Balgan um, yeah. by a huge writer, Moon Young-nam, mm-hmm. who's very famous for Makchang dramas. Yeah. Um, and then it also, um, you know, competed against Tehengsa mm-hmm. agency, agency, which was also lauded. Yes, I heard that was very... And then there was Mobom Taxi 2. Oh, that right? one I did not hear of. The sequel. I see. But nope. Nope. Uh, it Crash beat them course all. in Romance. Fourteen percent by wow. you know episode fourteen, wow. and I believe it recorded over seventeen percent for its <gasps> finale. Wow, for a cable yeah. network, that's pretty amazing. Wow. But not only that, mm-hmm. it's really huge in terms of big data buzz, data buzz, right? Oh. You know when uh, episode airs and yeah. suddenly you know social media yes, and everything's okay. flooded with data buzz. Yes, right. This. Drama yeah. was that, especially like memes, um, yes. social media things, or even just like these actors popping up, right? Like, everywhere, Jung Kyung Ho, who played um, the main character, right? Mm-hmm. This celebrity math instructor, only in Korea, guys. <laughs> celebrity math instructor. Only I mean, in Korea. I you mean, in the U.S., it's like Kardashians, and you need some, you know, leaked video, sure, right? Sure, sure. But here. <laughs> it's you select. have to have like an I genius IQ right? and um, corner the market on um, being an amazing lecturer mm-hmm. for those academies for, math, for, for math. the academies. But this is actually really 
the case. I remember a, converse, a conversation yeah. a couple of years ago mm-hmm. with an hakbumo, with yeah. a you know a mom, mm-hmm. right? And she mentioned how her husband, sort of you know one of his schoolmates, mm-hmm. happened to be one of his ilta gangsa. Oh, and then when he men- when she mentioned that to mm-hmm. her daughter, mm-hmm. she just went, "What? <gasps> what? Dad knows so and so? No way! You know." <laughs> Like the kids to them that mm-hmm. these are household they're names. They're BTS. To get, they're BTS. Yeah. They are, they are um, more, probably even more than actors, mm-hmm. celebrities to these kids. Right. It just boggles Huge. my mind. Not right. having gone to school in this age of Ilta Gangsa. Mm-hmm. And also, a lot of it has to do with the fact that there's a lot of internet. Right. Or online oh, lecturing and stuff, right. and I guess they become just so savvy and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like, and as entertaining as like a host of a show, right, right. And the ones who are good at it mm-hmm. get so popular that if you go on like the internet search for Irta Kangsa, right. you know what pops up? Their <laughs> yearly earnings. Well, I remember, um, you know. The character played by Jung Kyung Ho, Che mm-hmm. yeah. you know, always introduces himself as mm-hmm. Ilcho Namja. Ilcho is Hanai. Because that's his sort of worth. Mm-hmm. Like, that's his output. Right. Like BTS, right? right? They make Ilcho, you know, whatever, won right. or, right. you know, billions of dollars. Right. Well, in this case, not exactly billions, but yeah. pretty close, right? So he calls himself, like, the billionaire, ma- the billion mm-hmm. man. And then uh, he's always saying, "I'm not a billionaire, mm-hmm. but I have, I have my worth is right, right of, that, of the knowledge that he is." Yeah, you that's know, how expounded. much. That's how much you know content and also you know business that he creates in Korean society. Wow, that's so crazy. So, Irta yeah. scandal. So that's a little crash course, mm-hmm. uh, pun intended, um, on what an Irta Kangsa is, right? A top star lecturer, like you said, Cynthia, only in Korea. Um, lots of comments. Kim Ji Soo says, oh, I watched this with my family at home and it was quite entertaining. That's actually how it started out. We needed, we wanted to watch something with our family, our parents. Right. Very family friendly. Mm-hmm. Fen 9 says, it felt like uh, John Doyon's first lighted, lighthearted character in a while. Oh. And it was a little like watching Gong Hyojin's character in Dongbaekgut Pimburyeom. Oh, very, very, very smart, very, very savvy. Mm-hmm. Astute mm-hmm. Um, parallel there because my husband also kept drawing lots of parallels between these two. Mm-hmm. And then GHSK also asked, would there be a teacher like Jung Kyung Ho? Oh yes! Oh yes! Oh yes! Yes! Not with his sort of like, you know, well, emotional his... problems. I hope. <laughs> I hope not. But yeah, definitely. Yes, these right? people exist. You, you, they're stars within they're that world. Mm-hmm. Celebs. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, this series marked the third collaboration between director Yu Jae-won and screenwriter Yang Hee-seng. Mm-hmm. They worked on. Um, the 2014 drama High School King of Savvy mm-hmm. and Oh My Ghost mm-hmm. in 2015. So this is their third collab. Okay. Uh, you know, this drama is consists of 16 episodes, and apparently each title of the episode refers to a mathematical problem, which I thought was really cute, but went totally over oh, my, my head. head I know it meant something, <laughs> but I'm afraid I was one of those supoja. Yeah. Suak. Oh, those I gave up on math a long time ago. Well, yes, right (laughs) after high school. I mean, I 
you know, I was re- I knew math was important in high school, so yes. I took everything that I could. Right. But it was such a struggle. Yes. And yes. I never had tutors or these hagwons to help yes. me out. Mm-hmm. So, no supplemental teaching. So, you know, after high school, bye-bye. Bye-bye math. Bye-bye math. Oh, so that is what is meant by supoja. Supoja. Right. I love that. <laughs> I, I'm one of those two. As soon as I was not required to take it anymore, mm-hmm. bye-bye. Right. Yeah. And because it's stressful. Yes, it's, it's, I don't have a knack for it at all. Yeah. Well, not the way they taught it to us, I think, at school, That's which was too. always very... Exam based, that's right? That's true. That's true. Very true. Mm-hmm. So this drama, um, the premise is based on sort of the Hagwon neighborhoods, mm-hmm. you know, in Korea. Yes. And but it's also a lot focused. It's a romance, right? Yes, yeah, a little romantic comedy kind of going on, right? There. Mm-hmm. Between Chan Doyan, mm-hmm. who who returns to the rom-com genre after 17 years. Wow. Oh, it's been that long. Because do you remember Pra-Hai Yonindir? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big drama. Sorry, the Lovers in Prague. <laughs> the Lovers in Prague. Right. No, yeah. And there, it was a very huge sort of romance comedy. Oh, I see. But, you know, when she became big and won at Cannes, yes. right? Mm-hmm. She started just getting these very serious roles. A lot of serious film roles. Dark roles. Very dark. Right? Yes. But, you know, she actually really wanted something lighter. I can and, imagine. You know, she says, my personality is actually quite bright and oh. I'm funny and... This is a kind of drama that I've always wanted to sort of go back in. Oh, know, that's fantastic for her. Into. Yeah. So, I mean, this was made for her. Was I it think really? ro- the role was really made for her, don't Tailor you think? Made for her. I mean, I think that she can do anything. It's true. Right? But, um, you know, one thing about it is she's coming back at 50. Right. Okay? She's 50 this year. She comes back and says, I want to do a lighthearted one. The fact that she can, that mm-hmm. speaks to how revered she is here in Korean film and, and TV. Yeah. Um, you know, she plays this character, Nam Heng Sun. I love that name. Me too. Uh, <laughs> Heng Sun Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and who's a former national handball player, but she gives up her dreams on, you know, becoming an Olympian mm-hmm. because she has to raise her niece, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, whose mother um, sort of abandoned her, right. her older sister. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she starts um, up a panchan business. Mm-hmm. You know, in I don't know if um, for our listeners who haven't been to Korea, their panchan shops are great. Yeah. There are these shops all over the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and they sell panchan, which are side dishes, mm-hmm. but also main dishes as well. Right. They're a total lifesaver for any working moms or anyone working or not really not really cooking not really good at wise, cooking right mm-hmm. um really quick but you can get that homemade ajima <laughs> taste our writer too right? is like yes. pointing at herself you can get that like one wonderful mom cooked right. taste right. from these um places and a lot they're very very popular they're everywhere i know and you know i've had you know various friends or relatives poo poo them right but mm. i'm like my goodness i know places that make better panchan than you guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, you really think... You Sometimes really think? it's a point of pride mm-hmm. that um, I'm making my side dishes at home. Right. But a lot of them are very labor-intensive. Totally. So it's mm-hmm. better for have, you know, have these shops 
make it in bulk, mm-hmm. and then you can just take home just what you need because they don't even yeah. last that long. Yeah, yeah. and I really liked um, this like a shop, deli. this toshira concept too. Right, right? you right. can make and kind of a very you know healthy meal, a little lunchbox with a variety of you know panchan. Right, you know, yeah. And so I thought, panchan, mm, yeah, okay, right? <laughs> that's great. So uh, she runs this side dish, you know, shop. Right, and it has a connection with Chechir, played by Che Gyeong mm-hmm. He's a celeb math instructor, but he has an eating disorder. Yes. Right, and it's created by past trauma, mm-hmm. right? Trauma mm-hmm. in his past. Yes. He really can't seem to eat anything. He just can't keep anything down. Right? Mm-hmm. I really don't know how this man sort of survived, <laughs> like, exists. <laughs> It's a mystery. But there are people out there who who does have these kind of eating disorders. True. Helicobacter is very common here in Korea where you just can't keep anything down unless you only eat very specific things. Yes. Yes. Um, What he's discovered is these specific things have to come from (laughs) Hengsung's panchan shop. It's the only thing he can eat. eat. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great way to start things off, right? right? We know we're going into a romantic comedy here. This is the most kind of interesting little premise. Actually, it's really basic. They always say a a way to a man's heart is through his stomach, literally. And and they went basic. But yeah, I thought it was, um, I mean, you know, it's Mm -hmm. a little... Very constructed premise, but I I thought it was. We're all. I loved it. Yeah, we're watching it for fun, and Mm -hmm. I thought that's a fun. He's literally depending on her for (laughs) sustenance already at the time. Yes, that's right. All right, we'll be back with more about Crash Course in Romance, but here's a song from the OST. I'm so happy for this artist Mm -hmm. because uh, uh, John Kim brought her in once as one of these who are you um, indie artists very unknown but look at her now um, contributing to OSTs for big head K-dramas it's Grass with Unurin Malgam or It's Sunny Today That was Grass. Grass. Really nice. A really yeah. good OST, this right. um, drama. It's sunny today. Mm-hmm. All right. Kim Ji-soo is, uh, you know, he's freshly out of college a couple of years ago. Just started his first job. Says, yes, real math Yiltakang says really are that popular. And there is always one star per era. Of course, they don't look like Jung <laughs> <laughs> Right. Chung Kyung was perfect because he's so skinny yes. that you could actually believe that he, like, can't yeah. keep any sustenance down. Actually, like, a friend of mine um, in the group chat said, you know, mm-hmm. she, now everyone's saying, like, he has his Pyongyakmi. <laughs> I'm sorry, I pronounced Pyongyakmi. <laughs> but he has his, like, sickly beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Literal translation would be that. He's so sickly, like, it's beautiful, and you want to take care of him. Ah, uh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, he's just, he looks like he's wasting away. Yes. And so his thing is, like, women just want to feed him. Yeah, it's they sort want to of take like, care of him. Sort of like Dickensian, right? Like the wasting the... away heroine. <laughs> you just want to, like, dying from consumption. <laughs> you want to take care of them. That's hilarious. <laughs> yes. Um, GSHK fan says, as a fan of Chondoyan, I had been disappointed 
with our recent work's lackluster performances. But uh-huh. uh, I'm really hoping, happy that this drama was done so well. Wow, you know, she has another movie coming up I at know. the end of the month. OTT movie. And, and again, like, it's like powerful ajuma. Yeah, it's like busy. powerful ajuma slash assassin. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm kind of very intrigued by that. I saw the poster for that. Right. Yeah, I'm expecting really sort of like equalizer vibe here, right? Ooh, perhaps so. Right? Yeah. But back to Nam Heng Sun. So yes. lovable. Very yes. lovable. Um, you know, the writer actually mm-hmm. um, s- said in an interview that, mm-hmm. of course, they wanted to portray these different students in yeah. this very competitive world of right. the Korean college entrance system. Yes. But she also wanted to just talk about their lives and their families. And, you know, when a lot of these dramas focus on the education system, it's so dark. Mm. It's so depressing. Yeah. Right. But she wanted to, you know, show a warm-hearted family, mm-hmm. giving each other warm energy, mm, you know, and trying to draw viewers to mm-hmm. sort of resonate with the series that way. Okay. And I think they really succeeded because of their choice of casting mm. and their characters. Yeah. I mean, Chan Do-yeon just sparkles at Nam Heng Son. She does. When she wears, wore that little <laughs> hoodie at the beginning, you know. Because she wanted to go and line up at the hagwon. Right. And she just looked like a middle schooler. Yeah, you know, only yeah. Chan Do-yong could pull yeah, that off. Yeah, she's lovely. Right. Mm-hmm. And of course, we talked about um, Jung Kyung-ho, his chindre, and chindre pyongyak mi, right? <laughs> that you want to take care of. Yes. Actor Oishik, Oishik mm-hmm. played Nam Jae-hoo. Heng Son's younger brother, mm-hmm. who has Asperger's uh, syndrome, right? Right. He loves documentaries about... Yes. Lions and wild cat. <laughs> right. Some, any sort of wild cat. And waffles, of course. Mm-hmm. Waffles and chicken. Who knows? Maybe it was like born in the American South no, or I something. Don't know. I don't know if it was intentional. <laughs> yes. But, yes. Mm-hmm. And then you'll notice that, well, I hope this is not a spoiler, but there's a little kind of romance tinge. There's romance the going on lots of different levels, yeah. I think. Uh, that's one good thing. Right. Uh, but uh, we have to mention Lee Bong-yeon because uh. remember I was like, mm-hmm. where? who is she? She's amazing. I've, I've noticed her from a few years back. I think Sweet Home was the right. first performance that mm-hmm. I noticed. Then I started seeing her everywhere. Everywhere. It's true. And finally she's got a really big, substantial role, supporting character. Right. But it, I don't think it'll be too long before we get her in a lead role soon. I hope so. Me I too. Hope so. She can pull it off. Oh, definitely. I can't wait. She's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, she is, you know, Heng Son's best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, she works at the store as well. Mm-hmm. She's basically family. Yes. Family and, slash partner. Right. And, mm-hmm. and even, you know, when um, the big scandal finally breaks. Yes. She's there to help hangs on and the whole family pick yeah. up the pieces right be right. a real support system mm-hmm. i see and there's some like romance in the works for her as mm-hmm. well you mm-hmm. know nice. you know when you see um there's always the main romance yeah but then there's, there's a always s- a sub romance right yes. and we weren't quite sure you know if we'd see one mm-hmm. but here there's actually a couple Involving yeah. not only Ibongyun but the kids as well. Right, that's right. Right, yes, the kids are so. The cute. kids actually, when they started this sort of, mm-hmm. you know, um, romance mm-hmm. kind of um, storyline, yeah. sort of the, with the three kids, yeah. the three students, we were like, my husband was like, 
wow, this is like a throwback mm-hmm. to dramas like in the oh, 90s. Oh, that's right. That's true. The, right? the high school love triangle. Right. The panjang. Yeah. Um, usually, you know, yeah. the girl character yes. plays this sort of like very studious. Right. Top, pan- top, at, top of her class. Right. Um, does everything by the book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's played by actress um, Yu Eun-seo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've seen her already in in our blues, uh, and she did blues. a great mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, her best friend, who loves her in secret, and you don't, she doesn't realize that I don't understand why. It's like, he follows her I like a puppy dog. I guess he did a dog. good job hiding it. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, who's played by actor Yi Chemin, right? Amazing. And then there's the bad boy. Yeah. Right? Konu in this Doesn't one. Doesn't study at all. Right? He's a jock. Right? Mm-hmm. But he falls instantly in love with um, Eun-seo's, mm-hmm. I mean, Hei's character. Mm-hmm. But he comes out and says, says it. Right, right, right. Right? While mm-hmm. the best friend's like, what, 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 what's going on? the best friend, is, his insides are starting to boil. Right. Right. And so we get that classic mm-hmm. love time. So lots of, lots of stuff to... Um, Basically, they do throw a lot out at us, but K-dramas do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for us to just kind of follow the threads of throughout the 16 episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we also get very good performances from these supporting families who show different aspects of Korean society and maybe mm-hmm. the Korean education system as it plays out. We get the other extreme. We get the tiger moms. Oh, the tiger moms. I love that it was a very early episode mm-hmm. where there's a fight mm-hmm. between the tiger moms. Mm-hmm. And I was like blown away because I did not expect that kind of scene or acting. Uh-huh. But it's because the actresses who play these moms are just amazing. Yeah, they're great. We had Kim Sun-young playing one of the moms, tiger mm-hmm. mom. Mm-hmm. And she's sort of like the leader of the pack, right? Right, right. She really kind of... In Korean, we say, you know, she has a hagon in the palm of her hand, or oh, that whole society. Oh, right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's sort of like the gang leader, the right? Gang. <laughs> totally. Like the gang and leader. in that scene where mm-hmm. she starts a fight mm-hmm. with one of the other moms, yeah. played by Chang Young Nam, who's also a tiger mom, right? right? But a working mom right. character. Right. The kind of electricity in the scene, yeah. I was really startled. Yeah. That's usually, you wouldn't see that kind of a sort of level of, I don't know, like, level of drama mm-hmm. in a scene like that. Right, right. Usually, like, uh, Korean actresses play that scene very coy. Mm. But here, it was like... It was all... Like, <clears throat> fangs yes. out. Claws right. out. Claws out. Yeah. Right? And then when Chang Young-nam just spits out, yeah. I think it was a peanut or something. Mm-hmm. She just spit it out. <laughs> in response, I was like, pulled over. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Definitely so. And then these women's are these women and all their different things going on in their home right. and their family I thought was interesting. Right. Showing that their motivations all come from a basic desire for their children to be okay. Right. They want their kids right? to be okay. Okay. But the definition <sighs> of okay is so different. It means to be the best. Right? To right. get into the best university yeah. and the most kind of revered um, major, yeah. which is often medicine or, you know, law Pre-law. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even when their children are like, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. I don't like this. Yeah. I don't. And this is killing me. Mm-hmm. They always respond. But 
I know best. Right. You don't know the reality of Korean society. Right. Kang Young-nam's character says that to her son, s a n j e If you're not the best, people will tear you down. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be ready. This, that this is, she felt like I am equipping you with the armor right. and the weaponry that you need mm-hmm. to fight through life. But her son responds to her, okay, you've, so you've attained everything that you've worked hard for, right? right? You're a lawyer, Mm -hmm. you know, in this law firm. Are you happy, though? (laughs) And she realizes, no, she's like a shell of a person. She's so unhappy. She's so unhappy, and her home is a real, like, space of unhappiness. Right? (laughs) And even when she realizes this, and she really (laughs) needs to talk to a friend, vent it out, she realizes there's no one. There's a scene of her looking down her address book on her phone, and she realizes... There's no one that she can talk to. There's except, no Lee Bong Yeon. <laughs> there's no friend. There's mm-hmm. no Lee Bong Yeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. think it's a very basic question yeah. um, that these families sort of really grapple with, right? Yeah, we do get a big spectrum of things, mm-hmm. um, and these women they did a great job doing the Tiger Moms, but giving them an, a motivation, yes. I thought was really all the difference. Mm-hmm. And I love the power struggle and how it shifts so quickly. If you're out, you're out. Right. You don't get the chat text that they're meeting at the coffee shop. You're (laughs) right. You're out of the family. Not only that, and I've noticed that in the earlier drama that we talked about last week. Yes. They do group chats excluding you right in front of you. Wow. So you know they're chatting about you in front of you. Wow. That is harsh, (laughs) harsh stuff. All right. Um, we will get be back with more. Here is another one from the Crash Course in Romance soundtrack, Giri Boy with Kanbame or At Night. Kanbame Biga chom mani waso to bi chukinen gon aninchi That was Kitty Boy with Kanbame at Night from the Irta Scandal or Crash Course in Romance soundtrack. Both GHSK Fen and Kim Ji Soo are just throwing tons of heaps of compliments on Kim Sung Young's <laughs> acting. We were also, I was describing one of my favorite highlight scenes as oh, well. Okay, I have to go yes, and check out that it, scene. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny. I don't, I don't want to give spoilers, but mm-hmm. you know, people who watch the scene will know. I'll just say the restaurant scene. We're talking about, you know, we talked about an olive, like spitting, spitting an olive pit earlier. Right, out onto the now, table. it's, it's not exactly crazy. a kimchi slap, but we're... Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Um, yes, so we've got Crash Course in Romance, the first big hit of this year. Yes. Um, and f- we, I don't know what it was about it, but it was just everywhere, right? Like, when to get my nails done, it's playing, and whatever, it's playing, and someone's talking about it here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a big commercial hit. I think they did probably very well with the PPLs as well, you know? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would imagine so. And... Mm-hmm. You know, it just had everything you could imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I suppose it, a lot of folks compared it to when the camellia blooms. Mm, yes. Because you had the romance, you had the sort of, mm-hmm. you know, this place. Yes. You know, exploring a certain part of society, a certain right. part of Korea. Right. In this case, a Techido Hagwon area or yes. something, right? Yes. But 
there was this like kind of strange serial killer murder mystery all the is, while. I don't know why this is actually becoming a thing. And here's right. another camellia kind of thing. Kim Sun Young is another camellia true thread. True. She was also the head of all the. Uh, Crab restaurant owner. <laughs> she was moms. a leader there as well. Right, in Camellia. And yeah. Her makeup. <laughs> her hair and amazing. makeup. Amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, what's with the murder mystery? My husband said exactly yeah. this. He said, it's the opposite of Camellia because this is a rom com turned murder mystery. Yes. And Camellia was a murder mystery turned rom com. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, you know, <clears throat> Korean, you know, dramatists like these sort of different genres to balance them out. Mm. Or maybe they just think, I have one go at this story. Mm. You know, we don't do seasons, right? That's so right. maybe they're just putting everything in. Just putting it all in there. Or maybe it's it's just Desperate Housewives. Maybe. Oh. Maybe Desperate Housewives just created this jampong genre. That is a really good theory. And Desperate Housewives is the same exact thing. At the end of the day, like it's really satire. That's true. Yes, it is. Um, Korean dramas can't fully sort of immerse themselves in satire. I think there's always this sort of like need for something uplifting and something like warm and fuzzy. Crowd pleasing. Right. Mm -hmm. So they go through the rom-com route or the family drama route. Family drama route. Mellow route. But they want to put some like excitement in because... You, know, you have to keep watching and be drawn momentum in. Momentum. And the, you know, the momentum. I'm so curious what happens. Right. Yeah, that kind of thing. And so that has been trending lately mm-hmm. of late in, for some strange reason, murders. <laughs> now, sort of a problem with these Korean dramas is, you know, often a lot of these productions um, are... Thankfully, these days, half of the episodes, at least, are sort of made, produced before airing. Mm-hmm. But then they, you know, the other half or maybe a third of episodes might, might be in production as simultaneously the early... as they're being aired. Right. And then then there is a problem of wrapping it up. A lot of um, writers and producers look at audience response. Right. And the audience response kind of shows them maybe ways to go with the story and how to sort of end up, how to wrap up the right. story. So audience ratings or response is actually right. informing the plot right. Right. as opposed. And this is also true of a lot of ongoing shows that were, you know, in the States as well. This, right. is, this is not unique to Korea. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, there's the old adage, Sometimes you can bite off more than you can chew mm. and swallow. And That's true. <laughs> now you got to wrap everything up right. and please everybody, mm-hmm. and, which is why we get that very epilogue style right. last episode oftentimes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for fans of this drama, mm-hmm. you may agree or maybe disagree with the ending or the conclusion, but mm-hmm. I'm sure they all had a pretty good ride watching it. Yeah, I mm-hmm. hope so. All right. And we're going to move right and straight into something else we brought in for yeah. the Tiger Mom sort of kind of theme. Yeah, um, I watched this movie just yesterday. Mm. 이상한 나라의 수학자. Just by this name alone, the title alone, you've got to check it out. Literally, oh. it means mathematician in Wonderland. Yeah. It's, you know, on the Alice in Wonderland sure. kind of thing. Yeah, riffing on that. Yeah. Right. Um, but the English title is actually Inner Prime. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I think they should have stuck with Wonderland. The mathematician in Wonderland. Right. Um, 
Yes, I do remember seeing a poster mm-hmm. for this somewhere. Yeah, it came out in March of last year, right. directed by Park Tong-un. Okay. Apparently, if you do a search on him on YouTube, mm-hmm. he has this very interesting movie out there. Um, I'm, I, want, I really want to check it out. Yeah. Apparently, it's, people love this kind of pirated copy of a movie oh. he directed some years ago. Mm-hmm. But that's a tangent. Let's go back to Inner Prime. Okay. It has... A huge cast. Wow, great wow. cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Choi Min-sik. Yeah. And then we have two young um, actors, Kim dong and Cho Yoon-seo. Mm-hmm. But I also love these two parks, Park Pyeong-un mm-hmm. and Park Hye-jun, who play supporting characters. Okay. I love these two parks. Yeah. <laughs> They're wonderful actors. The two parks. <laughs> right. And the story revolves around the um, the older Choi Min Sik, mm-hmm. who plays a genius mathematician ah, from North go. Korea, mm-hmm. and a student um, played by Kim Dong-hee, who's failing in math. Okay, Supoja, mm, someone who's Supoja, Supoja, All right, someone mm-hmm. who's given up on the math. Right. <sighs> so yeah, um, Choi Min Sik plays this genius mathematician who defected from North Korea in search of academic freedom. Uh. He became very sort of, you know, demoralized when he discovered that his math math work, sorry, Mm -hmm. work in math was being used to produce weapons. So his theorems and his work was being weaponized. Yes. So he felt compelled to escape the North. I see. Um, But he runs into, you know, just personal Mm -hmm. tragedy Mm -hmm. and he gives up sort of on his life, on his work, literally. And he starts to work as just a guard, oh. a security guard oh. at a very, very, very prestigious high school, mm. apparently where like top 1% of students can enter. And again, we know that this exists in it, Korea. They exist. Absolutely, yes. They're private schools, but they're actually funded by the government as well. They're mm. not totally private. Semi-private. They're just very elitist. They're just very exclusive. Mm-hmm. They make it really hard to right. get in. Entrance requirements are very, very tough. Mm, That's strict. right. Yes. Wow. And Kim Dong-hee plays Hanju, a high school student in this in very, this school in this very prestigious school. But he comes from a single mom household. Like he, he and he's very poor. He can't afford all the weekend hagwon mm-hmm. and kind of extra supplemental tutoring and hagwon work like the rest of his very Mm well-to-do classmates can afford. So he's falling behind. Ah, I see, I see. And he's ready to give up. He's ready to give up. Taipei Warren mentions that uh, Tang Jun-sang was also in the movie. Was he in this movie? I know you love him. I love this actor. Yeah. And I almost think he did a better performance than the lead actor. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to Kim Dong-hee. But I mean, <laughs> there are two different roles, two different characters. But Tan Jung-sang, again, mm. was so good. Oh, yeah, he is. He's yeah. pretty, pretty good. Okay, we'll be back with more about this new one in our prime. But first, we're going to go back to one more. I knew that this... Uh, there, there was some powerful producers behind this drama, Crash Course in Romance. When I heard that Ejok did a song for the soundtrack, <laughs> it's fantastic. We'll listen to it now. Here is Bandepyeon, The Opposite Side.
a little throwback to Crash Course in Romance, mm-hmm. really gorgeous stuff. But this song also I can feel being sort of a little bit appropriate yes. uh, for this movie as well. Yeah, it actually really fits the mood and yeah, tone. Yeah, the mood and the tone. Drama um, of you this can movie. already see this, this uh, sort of a master apprentice or teacher yes. student kind of dynamic going on. And this is a familiar formula that I love. Oh, me from too. I mean, you know, Choi Min-sik in an interview said yeah. he loved the movie Good Will Hunting. Oh, yes, and this has he, a lot of that he, in yeah, it. Yeah, and he's just like, why, why don't we have a movie like that? Oh. So when he got the script for this movie, mm-hmm. he immediately thought, oh, this is it. This is it. Here we go. Yeah. Um, a lot of folks have also said um, it reminds sort of reminds folks of Finding Forrester. Finding Forrester. Again, there you have this rec- recluse sort of genius mm-hmm. played by Sean Connery oh, who takes okay. on this young student. Nice. You know? Um, I also thought it reminded me of Scent of a Woman. Oh, you know, all of these movies are like that, right? Yeah, a little bit. The acolyte with the master. Sort of damaged master. The right? damaged master. But through their relationship, mm-hmm. the healing. He finds, right? Healing, right? And yeah, that's what happens here. Oh. The I loved the scenes of the two solving these math theorems together. Mm. Because I'm a supoja, yes. I actually had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> they were like throwing out these names of yeah. theorems yeah. and whatever, and I could barely understand that's the root of something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of complicated scribbling on some sort of whiteboard, I'm imagining. Right. <laughs> um, they made the whiteboard sort of transparent. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, you have the transparent really wall. and the... They shoot from the other side right. as well. Yeah. Great aesthetic. Right? Mm-hmm. And it was just so beautiful. And there's a, even a scene where, um, you know, uh, Che Min Shik, um, he plays the piano mm-hmm. according to the Pi theorem. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, I didn't quite understand, but yes. lovely scene again, mm-hmm. right? And there are scenes where they apply the different theorems that they work on on, like, everyday life. Oh. You know, this is how you would construct a wheel of a bicycle, you know, right. using... To see the numerical patterns and everything. Right. Music also being extremely mm-hmm. mathematically right. inclined, right? right. That, uh, you know, <clears throat> you can do math equations. You can make equations or actually notate music, apparently, in numbers and formulas. Yes, and there are so many, in Korean we call them myeongon, wonderful lines. These great pearls. Of wisdom. The dialogue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love this one conversation they had okay. on, like, a bridge. Okay. Like, sort of moonlit, you know, because they've been working late into the night. Uh-huh. And... You know, um, Che Min-sik tells Kim Dong-hee, mm-hmm. you know, you need courage to be a great mathematician. Okay. So, you know, Kim dong is like, you mean like, brah ha 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 Oh, I gotta be brave. Right. I gotta go I gotta go in fighting. Yeah. Guns blazing. And he said, no. And he used the Korean word, yayu ikke. Yayu innen courage. leisurely. Right. Mm-hmm. It's actually, I think what he meant was patience. And confidence. Ah. So you find a for, uh, theorem or a problem you can't quite solve. You're okay. like, huh, huh, this is really funny. You know, this is great. Like, uh-huh. I can't get, I can't wrap my head around that. You know, maybe I'll just, you know, go to bed, mm. start working on it tomorrow. And, mm. you know. Maybe. So not being in a hurry. Right. To hurry up and figure something out. Right. 
is not actually, being despondent that you can't. Ah, uh, not being not being broken down that you can't. Having the courage and the confidence, knowing that you will find the answer, but enjoying the journey throughout. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes when we're so stuck on finding mm-hmm. the solution or reaching an objective. You don't enjoy the process. Yeah. You don't enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so Temin Shin's character really kind of... Uh, I mean, these are actually things we've heard. Yeah. But he says these words mm-hmm. in such a lovely way. Well, Temin Shin, he's a master at his craft. But in in, in recent movies, he's yeah. playing very stern, very scary sometimes guys. scary guys, <laughs> right? But here, he's like a... Well, he's still kind of gruffy. Sure. He's rough yeah. around the edges, mm-hmm. but he's so lovely. Oh, I love I love mm-hmm. watching Chemin Sheik when he's not a scary guy. Because <laughs> he is equally as right. just... He knows how to garner so much empathy out of right. the viewer. Just with a look, yes. a gesture. He right. uses his whole body to act. A he simple has such gesture. an expressive face. And he knows how to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So... I like that side of him a Me little too. better than the scary side. Like Chemin-shik and Kimin-shik. Mm-hmm. These are guys who really know. They know how, how to do both. Right. Absolutely. They they can encompass all the layers of a man or a human, for right. that matter. GHSK fan says, I heard that the movie makes you cra- crave dalgyuyu? Yes. Strawberry milk? That is a plot point. Mm, no, okay. Um, and... I'm actually a banana milk fan myself. Mm-hmm. I've never gone the strawberry milk route. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to but, each his own. To each his own. That's right. That's right. Now, Tae Warren, from actually the very start of our segment, like right. 40 minutes ago, okay. uh, just love the fact that we were talking about math, even though we were only skirting around the fact that math is a subject, <laughs> plot point. But her first comment, which was so cute that I didn't get to mention, she says, Math is fun. It right? is. Yeah. Math is fun. And then, uh, so here we are at the end of our segment, and she gives some extra information on mm-hmm. this movie. And she says that the actors might have, must have practiced math a lot before mm. filming because the math formulas that they write on the board are actually real math formulas. Yeah, it's true. That's fantastic. I mean, folks who love math loved this movie. Oh, did they? Yes. A lot of Koreans like math. <laughs> it's true. A lot of Koreans are very good at math. That wasn't that Unf- wasn't racist, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. the education system sort of turns them away from their natural aptitude or love for math into like, you know, exam problem solving machines. That's right. And that's the other side. Taking of the away problem. from the artistry in mathematics. Right. That's the other side of the problem that the movie does explore. I see. You know, in talking about the education system. Oh, I see. But Mm -hmm. it, yeah, so that provides some of the conflict that drives the plot. Mm -hmm. But what really makes the movie for me, Mm -hmm. it are these moments of quiet solitude and loveliness between the mentor and the mentee, right? Simple human interaction. Right, teacher and the student. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Wonderful stuff. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Uh, We got... Tiger moms, we've got education <laughs> system, but inside that, we still have strong family bonds, strong motivations. Right. Sometimes it's just not executed well. Right. Sometimes better than others. Mm-hmm. Um, really good things to like chew on, good food for thought, and also very entertaining. Yes, <laughs> very well, much so. Congratulations on the start of your new school year. <gasps> 
and I hope you hang in there for next yes. week. Uh, I will. In there. Yes. Fighting. Yes, fighting. All right, taking Cynthia out. Here's FX with four walls. That was Four Walls by FX, bringing us to the end of today's show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Here is Chitin taking us out with Chaya Chinezauri. Let's stay well and please stay well till tomorrow where we will see you back here. Thank you guys.